Basketball is my life. I have nothing else. Put that on social media. Shooters. That's what we do. This is incredible. This is the best yeah. day before I've ever heard. Shooters, a basketball podcast. Let's go. Episode four, Shooters Podcast. Let's go. Let's do it. I accidentally started tipping us off with the intro without pressing record, but don't worry. Jack's got my back. What's been happening? Well, little updates. I just got a whoop watch today. A whoop what? <laughs> it's, yes. So if you don't know what it is, it's a watch without, they can't tell the time. But it pretty much just tracks sleeping, heart rate, like the whole shabam. I'll work out with it on. I'll train with it on just to, to see if I can improve my performance a little bit. It's mostly recovery tools, like to let you know how like your body's recovering, what's working well, stuff like that. So that arrived in the post today. So I'm pretty excited about that. What about yourself? I've, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that before. There you go. Is it essentially like a, is it like a Fitbit? Except, I don't know, not yeah. as high tech maybe? Yeah, it's pretty similar. It's just 24 seven. So I'll never take this thing off now. Like you charge it on it, like, yeah, you know, you charge like the charge, you plug it on, this thing never comes off. When I train, I'll have a little sleeve that I like put it in and it will like heart rate, all that good stuff. And uh, let me know if I'm uh, working hard. Yeah, nice. Nice. You might hope it's not uncomfortable, but yeah, you know, exactly. Lots of basketball away from NBL as well. The Opals, all that. Well, let's, let's start it off with the Opals, huh? Let's do it. Um, yeah, you were watching it, weren't you? Yeah. Yes, I was. I watched uh, all the playoff games. Yeah, I was. Um, I think I missed the first. Actually, no. I think I watched all the last um, few, the, the the important ones. But I'll tell you what, there was a real sort of vibe about them. Like it was good to see all the. I don't know how active you are on Twitter, but I'm definitely a bit too active at times. Um, but yeah, there was like a big vibe about it. Like everyone was following along closely and loving what they were seeing. So it's always cool when the Australian basketball community gets together with whatever. Games being played, really. A hundred percent, especially at being in Sydney. Uh, what more could you ask for? I mean, the Basketball Australian Women's Program for last, as long as it's been going, has been a premier program in the world. Like, you know, it's like top three continuously being in that spot, number two, number one at times, uh, you know. And so for them to come out in home soil, grab away that bronze, what more mm. could you ask for? Uh, it was an awesome week, eight games in 10 days, which is just unbelievable in its own right. We're talking about it, how sore and tired they must be. Yeah. Once now the adrenaline has calmed down, they definitely are. I know WNBL preseason is going at the moment, but they definitely deserve a couple of weeks off. <laughs> I know if I was a coach, they'd be happy with me. I'd be like, go on a holiday for two weeks. We'll catch you shortly. But uh, no, awesome week. And then obviously the end result of Lauren Jackson was just an yes. unbelievable story in itself. Yeah, I was about to I was about to just say her name and I'm not like I'm not gonna pretend like I've followed her journey like really, really closely, but it's hard not to like I, I swear I was watching the end of that with her like talking to the camera and all the scenes after. It's almost hard not to get emotional about it. Like to be honest, you just like I don't know, you kinda just recognise the greats and um yeah, it's really cool to see, especially when it's their last game and they go out with some sort of like it's still a really good achievement and stuff, even though it wasn't gold. But did you see the way they um or she phrased winning bronze over gold? No, I did not see it. So yeah. she was like, I think she. Now I'm not directly quoting it here, but she was saying something about um and earlier on in her career she realized this as well. But she there's a certain satisfaction of winning bronze because you actually like you win something. It's not like you lose. Um yeah, it was something like that. It's not like you lose the gold game to get silver or something, you actually achieve something by winning the end result, yeah. which I kind of got. 
Yeah, well, there's been some interesting studies done on like overall perceived of success of tournaments. And like months later, like athletes will rate the overall experience of a tournament much higher and much more rewarding and think they did a better job if they actually get the bronze over silver. So just a weird way of our human brains, you know, obviously leave you end on that high note, them celebrating on the court, them being there in the locker room, you know, in a, in a, like a must win game or, you know, nothing worse than coming fourth places. That's, that's hard as an athlete. Devastating, devastating, but no, it was super cool to watch. Um, before we jump into more, basketball i was gonna get you to do you remember a few weeks ago you were you were meant to get back to me and you didn't get back to me about a few things i didn't do you know what i'm about to say you probably do 100 percent. i got my <laughs> notes ready i'm actually i'm actually prepared i got the top 10 health benefits of saunas written wow. on my phone that right sounds like a, that sounds like a straight google yeah no oh no sorry okay fine read him read him out go for it it's a couple of podcasts you know i had to do a little bit of study of course but I didn't want to get any of the facts wrong. So we'll just, the biggest one, heart health. Okay. In the high temperature forces your heart to work a little harder. Use muscles that you don't necessarily always use. I'm not going to go into the science of it, but it's like doing a bicep curl for your heart. You're just working things that you don't normally work in your regular day life, which puts stress on your body, healthy stress, makes it grow, adapt and become stronger. Uh, One I didn't know, and this is, we'll just leave it on two, but this one I found interesting is recovery for athletes post-exercise, which I thought fascinating is so you can get your hard lift in your training and then you go hit a sauna. And uh, it's the same thing. It like dilutes like the blood and uh, helps that blood rotation fly around your body and put you in a state of recovering a little bit quicker, which I thought was fascinating because usually you think sweating, workout, hot, not uncomfortable, getting the ice tub. So there you go. There's some two facts for you guys. I, firstly, I like the facts. I like the research. But I can't imagine anything almost worse. Like if you have a really big... Say you did... We had the Melbourne Marathon here over the weekend. Say you did that and you just like put all your effort into it. What are you going to do? Jump straight after into a sauna for a half an hour or something? No, no I couldn't think of anything worse. I 100% agree with you. So, but hey, but there you go. The science doesn't lie. If you're trying to be dedicated, maybe you got to jump in the sauna after a hard workout. Who knows? Are you going to start adding a sauna to your day or weekly routine or fortnightly routine then? Well, I would like to. I haven't found any in uh, Hobart yet that are like close and accessible because I don't want to go on my way too crazy for it. But uh, for the last two weeks, I have been doing the beach swims. 10 minutes a day. Water is freezing down here in Tasmania, about 10 degrees. Wow. Uh, so that's been a challenge. Fab, Fab and me and my little brother Lloyd have been jumping in the beach every day for 10 minutes. And, and it's, a, it's been fun, tiring and extremely intense. Found out my heart rate. We hit 155 today uh, in the water, but uh, good fun. Couldn't, couldn't tell you what's good, what's bad, what's high, whatever. But, you know. There you go. It's pretty high. That's a full <laughs> workout in the water. Um, is that like a first, like early morning thing? First thing you do? No, nah, usually uh, like post-practice. Oh, okay. So instead of the ice tub, we'll, uh, we'll eat up with the team and then run down to the beach and jump in there for 10 minutes. Instead of sweating it out in the sauna, go to the beach. I think so. I'd rather the beach than the sauna, I must say. Now, point two. What was my point two? I was, I was getting you to follow up on our, our YouTube channel all those, all those years ago. You meant to do your research and have a look at them. Darren is holding me accountable on this episode. Yep. And I'm it. But as you guys know, Darren had his own YouTube channel. Growing up? Yep, yep. I can't remember what it's called though. Blood uh, Studio. What was that? 
What, what's the what's the channel called again? I wanted to see what you what you had to say. Blood Studios. Uh, <laughs> that's a Brotherhood Studios. Yeah, yeah. So it's just me and my brother. You see, so yeah. it works out well. Well, I haven't actually had time to check it out yet. That's all so right. That's we're gonna right. have to run this back next week. That's and cool. And I promise you that there's gonna be a highlight package on my uh, on my Instagram. Wow, that's a bit too much. But yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's, what, that's what we. That's that's the level we're holding this to. Although it's pretty much um, the recent stuff. You commented those emojis on um, that Phoenix shoot. So it's pretty much that stuff, just longer form. So yeah, well, how how was that? So you're so you did uh, media day with Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. So me and my brother were lucky enough to just yeah pop down to the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix Media Day and pretty much just run one of their stations there. So yeah, we just like to have a bit of a bit of fun with it, show some behind the scenes with it, and put together a little little video on YouTube. So Brotherhood Studios, check it out if you wish. Well, that's the perfect plug. <laughs> I love uh, that fact that we've got a basketball player, a non-basketball player that is in the field every single day, though. So extremely educated. Round one, what did you love? Who who impressed you? What games did you enjoy? How so, did it go as a as a fan's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we kicked it off with you guys. Didn't get the result, but I was still there. You were there. Yep. You were locked in. Um, I think it was just we we say this every year, but just good to have basketball back in regular season form. Like, who doesn't love that meaningful basketball? Like you guys been probably counted down to it for ages, and we've been yep. doing the same, I guess. Um, at NBL HQ, just kind of like, yeah, counting down towards it. But I made some notes of some imports that did some big things, did some nice things. So Derek Walton Jr., I don't know if you got a chance to see what he did, but yep. it's always it's always hard. Like, obviously, Jalen Adams comes in, wins MVP, does his thing, and then you're the next guy in town, like you're the next guy in his spot. But I reckon he's going to be just fine. Like, he was he was great. Um, he was incredible. He's linked on his strides when attacking to the basket were unbelievable. Some of those transition moves, it was like charge. Nope. He got around him and laid it up. So, <laughs> actually, so I, I agree. It's a, it's a tough situation to be in and game one, you couldn't have asked for much more. Yeah. I actually can envision right now in my brain, like in my memory, the pretty sure the play you were talking about, how I thought he was just going to go like barrel through someone. He was like, no, nah, I got this. It's fine. Um, yeah. Derek pardon. He surprised yeah. me with how good he was. Like, I couldn't pinpoint like a main sort of like offensive skill he has, but he just like, he just hustles and he's like that energetic big that does his thing. And I think he finished with 20 points and 10 rebounds or something. So doing his thing. And lastly, I don't know what you think of um, Xavier Rattan Mace as like a bench guy or a starter. What do you, what do you, just as an observer, like I know he was in the the league last year, but do you reckon he he suits coming off the bench or is that that starting guy? Mm, Well, Honestly, I think it's pretty meaningless. I know that's like the answer we're told to say, but like reality comes, like what's your, what's your lineup in the last five, six minutes of the game? Yep. And to me, like he's going to be on the court in the last five, six minutes of the game. So maybe he might get to be a bit more aggressive uh, if he comes off the bench, maybe. But then it all depends on coaching rotations and uh, mm-hmm. like, you know, some coaches like to put kind of slowly wean a five in, five off. You know, some coaches hate doing that, want kind of three starters on the whole time and you push through rotations. So this is where, like, when you talk to hoopers about it, it's, uh, don't get me wrong, it feels good to start and everyone wants to be a starter, but I would much rather be playing the last five minutes of the game than uh, starting the game. And to me, he's going to be making plays with the ball in his hands in the last five minutes of the game. 
regardless and, yeah and, and you know and and he came up with the the big win in the overtime and yeah. and he had the ball in his hands it's a very good answer i think you nailed that one <laughs> you're like thanks, thanks, don't thanks. just disregard that question but i think it's interesting sometimes because i think you're dead on like all you want to do is you want to be finishing the game so regardless he will be but it is interesting some guys um because they kind of do play differently at times but yeah i really like him as that lead guard like when shayley comes back it'll be interesting what they do but like you said, how about you? How was round one for you guys? Yeah, round one was a learning experience. Uh, you know, it's 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 good. It's exciting. It was it was a tough weekend. Um, that's the life of the NBL. I mean, the level of competition is so high, and so we'll go into. We had an off day today after the double header. It is today is a Monday Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> there you go. When season's happening, I work by game days. Um, I like that. And then like we that. go in tomorrow and it'll be film. It'll be readjusting, uh, cleaning up some things that, to be honest, we kind of had red flag the last couple of weeks. Uh, defensively, things we're not happy with. Um, and that's going to be the focus of this week. You know, we know the style of basketball we can play and we've shown about three quarters of it in the two games of like, oh, this is jack jumpers. They kept teams with 15 point quarter. That's the way they want to play intense physical uh some things we're going to clean up and hopefully we're going to learn from it and uh it was just good to be back out there playing basketball yeah i was gonna say at the end of the day i'm sure that's what most players are feeling whether you start well or start badly like it's and it's so early days like i know it's the nbl season it can go by pretty quickly like i don't know suddenly you lose five in a row or whatever it is and whatnot but yeah it's like the blitz you can't read too much into it to begin with it's literally round one so yeah and i tell you what it was a uh, shout out to the Jack Jumpers fans because it was a sold out arena. That place was rocking and uh, I'm itching already to get back next Sunday against Brisbane. Yeah, I can, I can vouch. I've only had one experience there in the, in the grand final and that was that place was, it's just as advertised, essentially. Yeah, yeah it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's good. Um, that leads nicely because I was going to say it's only round one and one team hasn't even played and that obviously is Adelaide. So we all saw what they did. Very good. Yeah, round of applause for them. Historic win and... It was pretty crazy to watch. I don't know if you caught much of it or just saw the highlights. I caught a little bit of it. It was like during my nap time, game day. Yeah. Uh, so a little bit, but it was definitely unbelievable. I, I checked out. I ended up watching the whole game back and the highlights, and it was, yeah. It was wild. It was wild. Like, I, it's just funny watching it. Like, we had it on in the office, and everyone was kind of just, like, watching it around and doing their thing. But, yeah, it was, it was just really cool to watch because, like, I don't know what NBA, um, like the NBA world kind of thinks of it. They're probably just like, yeah, don't really take it that seriously or whatever. But there's a lot of people reacting like, oh, wow, they're actually going to do this. So it's good to see them close it out. And yeah, Craig Randall and Robert Franks just shot the hell out of it. 100%. It's just another, it's another show of like quality of basketball in Australia, you know, and this has been constantly happening now for the last multiple years you know you get guys like josh giddy lamello ball come into the league play well and then go into the nba and thrive you got uh team usa coming down to australia and losing to australia then you got australia going to the olympics getting bronze and now you got an nbl team being an nba team in the preseason and it's just all these little things that just let people know and let us know hey we're very good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It is true, though. Like, people are going to take notice. Like, people see these things and they make some research into Australia, into Australian basketball, the NBL. So, it's only, it only does a good thing. It's only positive. 
No, 100%, 100%. And yeah, it just grows the brand of basketball in Australia and lets the world know that we play hard and we're, we're some tough dudes down here in Australia. And, uh, you know, just like the women's and the men's, it's good programs, good grassroots basketball and, and it's shown at the top. Yeah, definitely. I'm watching, um, just a quick segue, watching Franks and Craig, Randall do their thing. I was going to ask, if I was say to you, um, like your best, like your top sort of scrolling moment where you're feeling yourself the most, is there any like memories that pop into mind where you just like, you just feel great about yourself, you're, you're putting on a shooting clinic or anything like that? Is there anything that pops into your mind when I say that? For me, myself? For yourself, sorry, yeah, for yourself. Not just anyone random. Yeah, just... I would have to say probably one of my favourite, like, moments or like shots was that like step back deep three game two against melbourne okay yeah actually, i actually think i'm yeah yeah you, you talking yeah, last season year, it was like oh. not much shot clock i made a little step back to about the bunnings and and the second i let it go it was my second one in a row from the exact same spot i kind of just knew it was in and i would have to say for me whenever i see that i I feel pretty good about myself. <laughs> I was about to say that. Um, I was about to say, is it that the one that you pretty much drained the exact same thing the play after? Yep. Like it was two in a row. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about yourself? With uh, do you get that same feeling with uh, videos or some sort of piece of art you've put together, uh, particularly in basketball? I thought you were about to ask me for my um, like social domestic days, just playing yeah. around, which which I do play. Well, I used to play like open men's for a bit, but I'm thinking about retiring. It's done. It's cool. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. Um, no, it's more just I think when you just when you just realize you've captured a good player, like the classic, if someone has a nice dunk or a nice block or something, but if you're on the baseline or wherever you are and you, you just know you're pressing record at the same time and you're, you've actually caught it, it is a very satisfying feeling. But at the same time, if you miss it and you're in the perfect spot, you're just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm dirty. I'm filthy. Any, so not, no uh, particular moments come to your mind or photographs you've caught that you're really proud of? There was a few last year. Um, Joe Lawala Chul, like, you know how he, he loves his, like, mean mugs and sort of celebrations yeah. after his thing. And there was a good one where I wasn't even on the baseline, which I kind of, I kind of like roaming around in different areas when I'm doing it. Um, yeah, so I was kind of, like, off to the side and the photo was, like, him just doing the two small movement, I think, um, yeah. the celebration. And then, but you can kind of see, like, the crowd and kids in front of him and it kind of just, like, frames up really nicely. And, yeah, there's moments like that where you kind of, like, yeah, I've done all right here. Yeah, nice. No, it's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. But, no, it's a good feeling once, once you capture it. Yeah, um, same as, hey, you, you make the big shot, I make the big shot. Exact same feeling. Shooters. That's that's what we do. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> put that on social media. <laughs> Promo lines. Um, yeah. Another thing that we were discussing about the NBL, NBA games, what do you think about um, if the NBL were to go to 48 minutes as a player? Mm, it's a great question. Yeah. When I was younger in the league, I'm still young, 26. I haven't even touched my right. 16. I was going to say, prime time. You're like 20, yeah, what did I say is your prime? Like 28 or something. I don't know. I reckon with my game, 32. So we've still got another six years. You know, I'm not, my athleticism won't drop. I'm good to go. But uh-huh. it's a whole different conversation. <laughs> when I was a rookie and younger, not getting many minutes, I was, I would pray for it. I said, I wish that we could play 48 minutes. Um, now I would probably say I, I like that we're associated with FIBA basketball probably and I enjoy the 40-minute game. What about yourself? Um, I think I can see like sort of benefits to both. Like like you Same. said, I think it's, yeah, I think it's it's good that we're kind of like our own away from the NBA and 
FIBA, we kind of take after like what they do. But it, I think from a fan's perspective, like a general fan, like you already saw the stats that like Mitch McCarron put out sixteen, like dished out sixteen dimes. Like yeah. I don't know what his career high in the NBL is, but just things like that to, that kind of make the general fan probably more intrigued or more impressed by it. But it shouldn't yeah. be like that. But sometimes it is. So. I agree. Well, that's an interesting point you bring up about assists because sometimes I think we, I wish we did the assists a bit more like the NBA. Hmm. Obviously, I think here it's one dribble, maybe no dribbles is an assist. When hmm. in the NBA, it's like if you create kind of the action, sometimes it's two dribbles uh, is an assist and stuff like that. And that stuff, as you said, does create conversation points, especially on social media, which is an important part of growing uh, the game of basketball. It is, and you're always going to get those people that compare the leagues, and that's how they do it. They're like, oh, this dude averaged... like It's probably like the same with LaMelo Ball and stuff because they've played in both leagues. They're probably com- going to compare the stats and be like, oh, I didn't expect him to be this good or whatnot, but it's because yep. it's not the same, obviously. Um, one last one i got for you. Nick Marshall. You said you were... That's your boy? That's your guy? Yes. Yeah, me and Mickey are, are very good friends. When he came back from college, I kind of... We became mates. We started playing one-on-one, working out every single day because we are playing for North Adelaide Rockets together. Just a bench player at the time. Hadn't been playing basketball for very long. Uh, and then decided to stay. Was kind of a training guy at Adelaide and has found his path into being called uh, one of <laughs> the greatest DPs of all time. That is, of course, where I was going with it. I was just like, best development player ever, Antonius Cleveland, giving that shout out there. But I was thoroughly enjoying the, like, the hype he was getting. I don't know if you saw the um, so, like, the results for that Overtime Elite yep. game. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. He went up there and had, what, 22 and 10? Yeah, I think it was yeah 23 and 10 or something. So I was, it's, you need things like that to kind of put these young people, young talent in your face. And you're like, hey, yeah. That kid's yeah. got something, but... 100%. Well, um, yeah, 100%. I back my boy, Nicky. Uh, I love him. He's a great dude. And, uh, you know, someone saying some crazy stuff like that, not that it might not be true or we're not, it gets it gets people noticed. So you heard it here first, Shawnee Mack, the greatest DP <laughs> to ever play in the NBL. <laughs> I actually... <laughs> That's great. I actually think one of the commentators said something similar. Yeah, yeah. They said they're like, hold hold the fort on that or something. Sean McDonald has something to say. It was quite funny. Yeah. It's quite good. Um, yeah, shout out to Shawnee for real, though. He's someone that, you know, is taking the most of his opportunity and uh, is playing some good basketball right now. Yeah, he had some moments in the blitz as well. Like, again, you, you, pl- you put it like, it could be as simple as making a few shots and then you kind of just like, who's that dude? Like, who's that dude? Yeah. Like, and... For the general fan, you might not know who Sean McDonald is, but keep doing those things and you will. Um, Nick Marshall is one of the ones that kept uh, playing to 2K room in the media day at Darwin, by the way. So he wasn't great at it. He wasn't great at it. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, you got to Nick, Let's put it here first. Nick Marshall, worst 2K DP player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we we can run with that. You gotta see, so you gotta take the criticism and you gotta take the compliments. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. We'll do both. Uh, rate or hate time? What do you reckon? Yeah, it sounds lovely. Sounds lovely. You pumped? Yeah. Excited for it. Um, I got one for you. Yeah. I got one. Um, now this is. I'm just gonna say, like Nickelback, the band Nickelback. Actually, before <laughs> hang on, before before I say anything. I've been made aware by a few people that I'm way too indecisive when you give yeah, me a... <laughs> I've been saying that now yeah. since this thing started. So I'm going to make a conscious effort 
as soon as you give me it, I'm going to be, not, not immediately, but I'm going to try to be like, because my brother was just like, Darren, it's rate or hate. Like you don't need to go into some detail about whether, what you think of it. Just give us something. Just stop messing around. So, you know, message received. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I felt, I was starting to feel like a bully. Like, no, I just, no, give me one. And you're like, oh, I'm just trying to be positive. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I just sat on the fence way too much, but don't worry. Uh, Nickelback. Hey, mm. not really interested. Uh, that type of music doesn't tickle. I'm more of like a barefoot acoustics or hip hop. Uh, they're kind of like my genres. And so, yeah. Hey, what about yourself? Right. See, just let me see. I feel like Nickelback and Creed. Don't know if you know them, but they're they're the bands that people always rag on. I swear, they're always like the the center of the jokes, and I'm always just like, I actually like both of them. Just want to come clean here. Just want to come clean. Got to back yourself. Grew up with them. My dad like put me into those type of music. So Nickelback, you've got a fan here. I'm I'm not afraid to admit it. Well, do you have a favorite song? I'm not going to go that far. No, I don't. Uh, actually, that's another thing I'm really indecisive with. You ask me to name my favorite anything, and I'll be like, can't do it. Oh, well, then we gotta, we're going to have to work on this. I'm going to be shooting you some messages throughout the week. What's your favorite this? What's your favorite that? It's a learning process. Don't worry, I'll get better. Just like, yeah. Yeah, just like I'll like get it. better at rate or hate. All right. Um, I got you on a rate or hate. Uh, I stubs. What did you say? What? Like ice tubs. Like oh. <laughs> ice tubs. All right. All right. I mean, I can't say I've used too many in my time, but, you know, I see the benefits and I'll leave it at that. Decisive. Well, we'll, have to, we'll have to get in one uh, together and maybe do a little, like, you know, the Kevin Hart, the Kevin Hart say, deal. I'll, I'll interview you. You can interview me while you're shivering away. And I hope that's, I'm more prepared for it. Hey, I'd much rather ice tubs than a sauna. So... There you go. So if I was had to make a decision, choose, choose yeah, one. Nice. Um, next one, not so not so controversial, but subtitles on videos. Whenever you're watching a YouTube, I know you don't watch much, uh, you know, general TV, yep. but YouTube videos, subtitles on, subtitles off. No, I'm. I hate. You're making me like a negative dude. You'd be hitting me with all these things. <laughs> I, I don't want no subtitles. Only subtitles I use is in video games. So sometimes oh, in video yeah. games, like yeah. I'll put the subtitles because I'm not really paying, but in a movie, nah, it distracts me. What about yourself? I was, oh, sorry, right. Just quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah so um, I was never, and then I changed a, my partner once again, influence, just influencing all these things, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But now I, I quite rate it, except for the only thing I can't do it with is comedy shows because you don't want a joke ruined before. Like I just have my habit of, Lowering my eyes, see what's coming up, and by the time they actually say it, you're like, "Well, I'm not finding it as funny as I used to be." So, yeah, no, that's a good one. That that yeah, just spread. Yeah. <laughs> I like okay. I got one. So collared shirts. Oh dear. Um. Well, that's not, but that is actually one you can. No, I'll rate it. Like it's nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nothing like yeah. No, I rate it. Yeah, yeah. So how often do you put on a collared shirt? Um, I'd say like mostly for work, just like casual, not nothing too fancy. And then look, if someone's having a birthday or something, or going to I don't know, some restaurant, some, some bar or anything, I'll occasionally chuck one on, but yeah. not too often. How about yourself? Oh, nah, I'm not a fan. Not a fan at I'm, all. I'm a very casual dresser. Like if I can just put on like a plain tee yeah. 
or, or a hoodie, like that's Jack happy. Okay. Um, I will put on a collar if I need to, to get into somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I would really wear a collar. Does that mean, um, do you ever feel like, like, you know how there's typically one person in a group that people will always be like, they dress down to everybody, like they're just, they just don't dress up to par. Like you always that guy, like you're going to rock up to a hoodie at a wedding or something. <laughs> nah, see, I'll, I'll dress up nice, but like throughout like the week or like I'm not wearing shoes um, and pretty much just trackies, trackies and hoodies. Like if I'm going to a club, I'll try and put on some trackies that look like jeans and a hoodie. Mm. I'll be pretty happy with that. I can respect that though. I, I, if I had to make a choice, I probably want just a, a nice t-shirt if it was that way though. But yeah, you know, for mix sure. it up. For sure. Um, last one I got for you. This is this is personal to you, just putting it out there. Um, so the theme of the first game was of course you versus Phoenix. Yep. And bleach blonde hair was on display, which threw me back to you. I don't know how long ago and since your last, you know, um, occurrence of having bleach blonde hair but i was just like jack's bleach blonde hair right or hey is it ever coming back Ooh, Ooh, good question i just want to know this just personally i've had it twice now yep because you had it last time was the boomers run right yep yep boomers and then that the time before i've had three times now sheesh there you go oh i i rate it i rate it will it happen again though is a completely different question yeah i don't think so Okay. You're Maybe in-, in a couple of years, if I get bored and want to embarrass, like, say, my kids in like 10 years, <laughs> like, I'm all for that. But right now, I'm pretty happy with just shaving my hair and, and, and being done with that. Shout you out to Freaky for the blonde hair, too. Yeah, of course. That's who I was referencing. Um, do you cut your own hair there? Yes, I do cut uh-huh. my own hair. I cut Fab's hair as well. So almost a team barber. Beautiful. Beautiful. I just thought I'd throw that in there just to, you know. See where you're, because you had the um the other hairstyle. I remember with yours was didn't you have a mohawk of some description? I, w- I don't know what to call it. I don't know how yes, you. Describe no, it. so I pretty much every now and then I'll like wake up and be like I want to do something different with my hair mm. and do something crazy, and that's kind of been what I've been doing since I was like 14, 13. So like sometimes I have the urge just to go zero, which I never really pulled the trigger on that, but I've always wanted to. Um and. Sometimes it's a mohawk. Who knows? Who knows? So who knows where my hair could lead me in a year or two? Yeah, that's really exciting stuff. That's really yeah. Well, maybe maybe one day I'll grow it out and try and look like uh, Kenny, Matt Kenyon. Oh yeah, yeah, go yeah. for it. Um, I need my hair cut right now. It's looking too long. So maybe you know, next time you're in Melbourne, just give me a free cut or something. There just you go. I promise there. I'll uh, I'll dominate it. Lovely. Uh, one more. Do you have one more for me? I do, but I'm not sure how much. Well, uh. Getting a barber, so it's crazy you asked me that last time, uh, to shave your beard and line your beard. Do you rate it or do you hate it? I'm going to go hate it. I'm going to go hate it. Is this the first <laughs> hate it final no, no. no, last week, last week we got, because we lo- last week when I was listening back to it, I'm not, I was editing it. I wasn't just listening back to our own voices. Talk to us. Repeat to fall um, asleep. I get it. It's okay. We all do it. We all do it. Um. No, because last week you reacted the same way. You're like, we need to get your first hate. And then like about a minute later, I said hate to... Yeah, but you were the one that said, gave the question. Oh, so, okay, yeah, maybe it didn't actually count. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, first ever hate. Have you ever had a bad experience or... I think it's more just, um, you know, I just can't grow something as like big, like impressive enough to get the barber to actually do it. So I'm just like, I can just do it myself. Like, have you ever, So have you ever had the barber do it? No. 
No, actually. Yeah. So they're, they, you know, I might trim up the sideburns or just make it look neat, but they've never properly, you know. But you have to get, you got to pay extra for that as well, don't you? Yeah, you do. Sometimes it can be expensive too. Yeah, it's it's too, it's already too expensive in my area, so I'm like, nah. Used yep. to pay fifty bucks for a haircut, and I lowered it down, which is good. But yeah, I've heard Melbourne haircuts can get very expensive. Yes, yes, this is true. This is yeah. true. Maybe I'll have to o- o- open up a side hustle in Melbourne. You could you just do it at like twenty bucks or something. Jack oh, cuts, yeah. You need a better name than that, but just you know, putting it out there. All right. That's okay. Right. I'm a Great fan, football. but it's all right. <laughs> Grateful for. Yeah, good, good, good. Well, it's the my favorite time, you know, gratitude time. Mm. Have you got something to lead us off? I do. I do. So this one, this one relates back to what I was talking about earlier. Well, sort of with Lauren Jackson, but I was gonna go like just target one person individually for who I'm grateful for. And that was, of course, the great Andrew Gaze. I'll just tell you why, because I was um, just many reasons, obviously, who he is as a basketballer. Yep. Great. But you know, you know how they always say, like, never meet your idols. Yep. Pretty sure someone at the office, um, I don't know how long ago it was. It's just like they just said, like, never meet your idols unless it's Andrew Gaze. He's just such a he's just such a good personality. And I was editing a video, like all the commentators basically got fitted out with men's club gear, like suits yep. and lots of collars for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just editing a video where him and Leonard Copeland were just like playing it up to it and just like having a great time. And I was literally just having a good old like smile and laugh as I was editing it because yeah, nice. he's just such a good personality. Like, and you just got to appreciate people who, one, like you're obviously fantastic at a sport, which everyone loves, but as soon as you get to know them off the court, and it's not like I know him, but yeah, he's just a great, fun personality that I'm pretty sure like all of Australia loves. So, yeah. Shout out, Gazy. Well, there you go. Shout out to Angie Gaze. That's a cool one. Yep, yep. Uh, for me this week, and this one hits home, especially after the weekend, is I'm grateful for how quickly basketball games go back to back. Yeah. It's one of the beautiful parts of basketball is you can play on Friday, Sunday, or Saturday, Monday, and then you could be running it back on Thursday. And once basketball season starts, Basketball season is going, and uh, that's something I'm very grateful for. Is, is we get to go to work tomorrow, prepare, plan, fly to New Zealand, and we're right back on the horse on Friday. Oh yeah, you guys are playing the first, um, yeah, first game back in New Zealand, right? Yep, 100. percent So we start that this Friday. Pressure's on. You can't upset. You, you almost just like you can't upset the home fans after everything that's been through, right? I'll tell Scott that. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine just like saying to him in a serious sense, like, I think we should ease up on them tonight. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, obviously fantastic to see them come back. But yeah, you're right. Turn around quickly. And I can't imagine what it's like playing in the NBA like that. You literally play like unbelievable day on, day off sometimes pretty much. Yeah. Sometimes they play, fly that night to the next city, land 4am and play that night. Mm. I can't imagine like, just like hotel life, I'm sure you're 100% used to it. But what what is it actually like? Just like having a new home every every week. I don't know. Like I would say the weekends get you. It's it's definitely tiring. Yeah. Uh, the weekends when you just have a single home game are very greatly appreciated. That's for sure. Yeah, I can imagine. I was gonna say like I had like my my experience in Darwin. I was like as soon as I got home after a week, I was like thank god but you guys would just be like 
thank God I'm here for two days or something sometimes and be like, yeah. I'm shipped back off. But yeah, no, yeah. It's, good. it's good. We definitely make the most of our home time, like off day today, just lying around the home and enjoying that. And the routine of it is uh, nothing better. Lovely. Lovely. Anything else happening for you this week off that doesn't relate to basketball? That is. No, nah, that's, that's about it. You're like, basketball is my life. I have nothing else. Yeah, nothing <laughs> but Shooters Pod and basketball. That's all I'm focused on right now. That's all you need. I'm doing, I'm doing a first this week on the weekend. So I'm filming a wedding, which I've wow. never, never done before. So, awesome. you know, it's quite a jump from, uh, you know, shooting some people playing basketball to shooting yeah. some people lovely, with the loves of their lives and not yeah. messing up those moments. So it should be different. Good yeah, it's awesome. What day is that? Very good question. Sunday? Saturday? I don't know. Let's go with Saturday. Yeah. It's, on, it's on Saturday, Jack. Yes. There you go. There you go. I'm excited. Well, I'll make sure, uh, make sure you crush it, which I know you will because uh, you're very good at what you do. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. No, I'll do my best. But yeah. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in as always. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Appreciate you guys.